The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Sive O'Neill is with me, Senior Climate Advisor for Friends of the Earth Ireland, because uh, COP ongoing uh, in the UAE and divisions still exist over the role of fossil fuels. Is that right, Sive? That's correct, Kieran. Today, um, the news is emerging um, that various proposals are appearing now for a draft decision text. Now, in one way, this is good because usually the sort of battles over the final wording tend to be left till the very end of the COP and there's still another week to go. So the fact that some of these rows are happening now means that there's a good chance we'll get a better outcome out of this COP than in previous meetings. And it has to be said as well that the fact that the loss and damage issue was resolved on the very first day creates, if you like, political space for the parties to zero in on the issue of fossil fuels. So what's at stake here is that some of the parties are seeking very strong language, aligning the uh, NDPs, the sorry, the NDCs with the uh, International Energy Agency recommendations about phasing out all fossil fuels um, and especially coal um, well before 2050. And other parties are seeking to emphasise the potential role of carbon capture and storage and other technologies that has, as yet haven't even been invented properly. So there's a lot of division between those two positions. And even though it's hard to see at the moment where the compromise will land, the fact that they're arguing about it at all is a very welcome development because this is the elephant in the room that the NGOs have been complaining about for so many years that we're not really addressing the core problem here because it's fossil fuels that are causing the emissions. Emissions don't just arise out on their own accord. So that that is, you know, dominating the negotiations over the global stock take. And um, we'll, we'll see how that evolves over the next few days. Today is Energy Transition Day. What does that mean? Well, every day the COP has a kind of theme, um, in fact, sometimes more than one theme. And one of the themes for today is the energy transition. So this is where the COP presidency really showcases its <laughs> interest in negotiating with the oil and gas industry. And it's been trying to negotiate with them to get agreements, a kind of a charter they're calling uh, the oil and gas decarbonisation charter, pushing them to commit to ambitious and actionable targets that support the Paris Agreement. But the thing about it is that a lot of these companies have already made commitments um, that really they're not implementing. They're not doing anything to reduce their investments or their planned rollout or escalation or exploration of fossil fuel resources. And even ADNOC itself, as I've mentioned before in your programme, is planning to expand production over the next few years. So it's not really obvious what how meaningful this charter will be, to be honest. And while hydrogen and carbon capture and storage, these these things will all play a role in the future, but they're not the technologies that are going to get us to the kind of decarbonisation trajectory. Um, it's very clear from the International Energy Agency and the IPCC that we just need to phase out fossil fuels and the cheapest way of substituting that energy is with renewables. Tell me about Al Gore's new site. Well, Al Gore has been very prominently featured at this COP and along with colleagues, I'm not sure exactly what his relationship with it. He might have been just promoting it. So it could be an entirely separate initiative. Um, But he's launched anyway today this new tool called Climate Trace. And I would encourage anyone to go and have a look at it. It's an absolutely amazing resource. So a lot of the kind of reporting on emissions that we tend to hear about and that we often discuss are national level reports that are produced by the state. 
uh, on national inventories. But in reality, the, the carbon emissions that are causing the problem are actually coming from private companies, things like power stations and, you know, cement plants, uh, all kinds of large energy users. So what this um, map does, essentially, you zero in on any country you want or any area of any country, and it highlights in different colours blobs where there are large amounts of emissions emanating. And interestingly for Ireland, the largest blob is from Dublin Airport, which is not normally one we tend to hear about because aviation emissions are not reported in the same way as fossil fuel emissions. So it's very interesting to have a look at that website. It's, it's an incredible resource. Uh, it's an, an you know amazing thing to pull that together for the whole world highlighting really the, the major sources of fossil fuel emissions. And it really tells us exactly where to go and find where we need to change. I mean, all politics is local uh, at the end of the day, Saif. I'm on the, I'm on the website already and the very first thing I did was uh, zoom in on Kilkenny. <laughs> the Kilkenny City Wastewater Treatment Plant is, is, is yes. our own little blob there. But you can do that uh, uh, for any spot on the planet. It's actually a fascinating site and I've just opened it up here myself. Climatetrace.org uh, is the name of, uh, name of it. Uh, Saif O'Neill, Senior Climate Advisor for Friends of the Earth, uh, Ireland. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.